It's the Lazy Cat Podcast Show, featuring your host. It's the Lazy Cat. Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, and good night to all of you incredible free-to-play whalers, dolphins, and such, you name it. Welcome to It's the Lazy Cat Podcast Show, and I am your oh-so-clairvoyant, luck-ridden, local gacha resident, it's the Lazy Cat here. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the currently trending and hit gacha game, Arknights. But before we jump to it, a quick word from our sponsors. It's undeniable that gacha-based mobile and desktop games have been one of the very few things that has been trending over the past few years to this point. And you will find traits of it even in AAA games with their loot box or slot machine based reward systems. And that I'm pretty sure any of you both normies or regular otakus knows or at least got a point or to taste or hear a glimpse of it. And by that I know for a fact that I don't even need to explain what is a gacha game. You can just simply google it to understand what it is and it will then tell you all the examples of it. Such as Fate Grand Order, one of the most popular and best selling gacha games there is that I also play, Grand Blue Fantasy, Azerlane, Girls Frontline, and the recently hit anime adapted Princess Connect, and of course Arknights. And the most simplest premise, like any other gacha games, Arknights also includes a somewhat compelling and currently progressing rich story and universe, interesting characters and uh, art designs, a somewhat unique gameplay unlike any other gacha games, plenty of banger hit background music and theme songs uh, courtesy of like for example Yellow Claw and if I'm not mistaken, um, what's his name, the, the guy with, that throws away cakes, oh yeah, Steve Aoki? I think I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. I might be going out of the script at this point. <laughs> and of course, DJ Okawari. And there are, nonetheless, which I'm pretty sure everyone will also agree. Uh, uh, sorry, agree. <laughs> a really fair percentage of gacha pulls. I will talk about this later in depth. So, where should we start? Explaining about Arknights itself in detail could take a lot of time, and trust me, it will. How I ended up knowing about Arknights was a different story of itself. I start to see that my social media feed has been popping up with various Arknights merchandise, screenshots, and materials, knowing that everyone is slowly playing and liking it, to the point that even my girlfriend played it and fully convinced me in trying out the game for a week, which it got me hooked by its mystique charm. Eventually, coming into a somewhat two-month-ish, I start to fully understand the gameplay, each character's strengths and lore, and by that time, I was hooked. And now, how about we start this R&R off with explaining what the hell is Arknights? Arknights is a Chinese mobile tower defense based gacha mobile game developed by Studio Montagne and Hypergraph first released in China with their own dedicated server on 2019, and finally joining on the global server recently at January 2020 when it got published by Yostar. 
The game itself is available on iOS and Android platforms, where you can download them on their app stores respectively. And don't worry for PC players, you can simply play them on an Android emulator like Bluestack or Nox Player. And just how is the world or universe of Arknights itself? Well, the game is set in a somewhat post-apocalyptic future of the planet Terra. It seems that Earth in this universe is called as such, still intact with its own continents and nationality, where somehow magic or what they call in this game as arts, exists with modern technology and almost all of the human population shows animal traits and some are just literally anthropomorphic individuals called ancients. And in this universe, multiple geological disasters have created and left over a valuable mineral called Originium. Okay, this is one of the driving plot points of the whole narrative. This particular substance or mineral resource could infect anyone with a disease called Oripathy that is high in mortality rate and infection towards other at a time of death. This pandemic leads to a mass quarantine and expulsion in worldwide nation and results in a somewhat conflict between the infected and non-infected, which sadly this theme suits poorly with what we are currently facing in real life. Luckily, some of the ancient humanoid races are susceptible to this disease, yet this fact leaves normal human beings to be fearful towards them. Now that we get the somewhat details of this universe, let's talk about you, the player. In this game, you will play or take the role of a masked and fully amnesiac doctor. Yeah, that's what they call you in this game. Like for example, in the FGO, they call you the protagonist, uh, Ritsuka Fujimaru, or probably in other games, they will call you uh, captain or probably like a master and stuff like that. But in this game, you, you get the experience to be called as a doctor. That was, uh, that was abruptly recovered from a comatose cryogenic sleep from your operators. Now, okay, first and foremost, let me explain that these operators that rescued you from your sleep, quote-unquote, are your units or servants if I have to use FGO terms. These are the individuals that you command in your headquarters which resides in Rhodes Island Pharmaceuticals. Interestingly, the pharmaceutical itself that you lead and own is not just any regular medi medical facility. It is also a self-defense organization in which as you progress through the story, you will co-work and recruit other operators from various facilities or companies or otherwise known as factions, such as the private security service Black Steel Worldwide, Penguin Logistics, uh, Kerag, and many more. And now, let's talk about your main antagonist, the Reunion Movement. They are a terrorist activist group or organization that is determined to end discrimination and solve for the rise and freedom of the infected by overthrowing the government officials of Terra. Hence, the majority of this group consists of individuals that infected that uh, are infected with oripathy, with various characters and enemy units such as slugs, uh, dogs, wolves, you name it. Uh, even animals are infected with this thing. So, now I won't. I definitely don't want to jump straight into spoiler territory for all of you who are interested in playing this game, since on the global server we are currently trying our best to tie in as soon as possible with the current Chinese uh, server content, but, I'll, uh, but all I can tell, as the story progresses through each episode, your main goal is of course 1. To search for a cure towards oripathy, 2. Finding clues about your uh, past self, and then 3. Defend yourself against the, re the reunion movement. Now we move on to gameplay. As what I have mentioned before, Arknights is a tower defense game. So imagine Plants vs Zombies, an old classic in which many fans have made memes and comparisons between, uh, between it and the latter. 
You place various units of different classes and rarities on different fields in each stages, making sure the ongoing waves of enemies won't break through your defenses and slipping through your own checkpoint. On a base level, it sounds simple. But trust me, there are no gacha games that comes in easy and simplistic gameplay. You still need to plan out your strate uh, strategy for each stages, figuring out who are the best operators you can utilize, which spot are the best to deploy them, how many deployment points you have left, who are the best operators you should prioritize uh, leveling first and many more. That is a hassle, trust me. But luckily, we got many YouTube tutorials that dissect and explain each stages like for example Kyostin, and then Echogen, and also Tectone, and many more. Through the power of the Clairvoyant Rank EX, of course. Well, since this game came out first in China at 2019, we can somehow expect or predict the later future contents for the global server, much like FGO. Okay, let's, uh, let's talk about the units. Yes, the units. There will be a variety of classes that you can use, much like FGO where there are the Sabres, Archers, Lancers, and etc. In Arknights, we have these classes. First and foremost, the Vanguards, which are your main ground unit DPS attackers, Casters that can provide ranged magic or physical attacks, Medic, which of course can heal units, of course, Defenders, which can tank and or block out various waves of enemies, Guards that can dish out high attacks, Supporters that can provide additional buffs or debuffs, snipers that will attack enemies with ranged attacks, and specialists that have their own niche interesting attack or skill features. These classes will have their own major factor or optimizing, uh, sorry, for optimizing a stage completion. And don't get me started in explaining about archetypes, this will be way too much to handle. And then for rarity in this game goes from 1 star to 6 star, so 1 to 2 star are like the somewhat common or usual units, 3 are the rare ones, and then uh, 4 star are the somewhat super rare, and then we have the 5 and uh, 6 star which are some of the SSR, the super super rare uh, limited rarity servants, or sorry, operators. So likewise the usual gacha games, each time you start stage you have to use staminas or battle points, in which this game calls it as sunny points. I don't know why, don't ask me as Yosar instead. Usually the harder stages will cost you about like eh, roughly 20 to san uh, 30 sanity points and per level cap there will be a sanity limit that you own. Like for example, I'm currently on level 79 and my sanity cap is at 128-ish. And if you ran out of them, you have to per se rest yourself until your sanity points replenish again. Depending on your maximum per level, which can take an estimated, for me, uh, about 5-6 hours roughly or so, I guess. So, as I've already explained the premise about Arknights, let's jump into the pros and cons of the game. Right, pros. Okay, first and foremost, I really have to say that Gomenasai, Gomenasari, I'm sorry to my girlfriend and fellow friends for saying back at February on how casual and uninteresting this game is. I take back my word and lick all of my spit. This game is amazing to me, subjectively. I love it with all of my dear heart to the point I consider it as my somewhat contender to FGO. And yes, I play this game almost religiously. 
And let me tell you, um, this game has an amazing sense of lore and the more you look at it, it has an outstanding high production value. This game could seem cheap if you've seen some of its embarrassing and cringe global server advertisements on YouTube and Facebook, but I'm pretty sure it's just their marketing scheme to take a jab at other hard-looking mobile games. I'm looking at you, Raid Shadow Legends. Cutscenes from each game, uh, sorry, stages, episodes, and events are polished to a degree that they look straight out from a high-budget anime. I'm just at awe with how Arknights is able to present itself with artworks with tremendous details from the menu UI up to the character designs both for uh, your units and the enemy units. Theme-wise, this game has a very deep and dark theme. It can get quite edgy, especially for the Chinese server players with their own uh, Ursa students' uh, backstory lore. That was edgy. Besides the obvious discrimination towards certain groups and people, it also weighs in on the fact of a dying world drama, leaving players to believe that sadly we face in a reality that is somewhat the same that this game has delivered. It provides a well-rich meaning for the player to take fully as they progress through the game. I kinda like this concept. And don't get me started on the narrative and its characters. Oh boy! They will leave you in either giggles or teardrops. As I have promised, I won't jump into spoiler territory. It is just something that you either have to experience yourself or just watch them on various YouTube videos. Oh yeah, by the way, have I mentioned to you that there is, that this game is a free-to-play mobile gacha game? Well, let me tell you, it is. There will be a dedicated shop menu that you can do microtransactions that let you buy certain items or packs to help you progress with the game. I would say that the pricing for some of it are absolutely worth it with the content that you receive. For instance, the monthly subscription pass that costs around $4.99 will let you receive 6 organized primes at your first purchase, and for the next 30 days from that point on, at each daily login, it will reward you with an additional 60 sanity po uh, point potion and 200 organums. Did I, did I say pronounce it right? Yeah, organums. Yeah, which means in a month you can save up to a roughly 6,000 organums that you can use for a straight 10 shot summoning gacha pull. One of the best features that they include in this game is a tutorial or practice run that you can play before the main stage. So you can make sure to test out different tactics or new operators that you got from the gacha pulls and get a hopper, hopper, <laughs> and get an upper hand for the main stage. Surprisingly, this game is well versed in amazing all-round characters, albeit the interesting casual and upgrade elite to skin designs and shop or ev uh, event limited outfits. Even some of the lower rarity operators can show overpowered potential more than the higher rarity units. For example, I'm looking at you, Cruz. Koko da yo. Making sure you don't have to uh, over rely or get salty with seeing your friends getting amazing limited rare operators. I'm looking at you, Blaze. I still want you. You're an amazing six star guard. You're cute. I want you one day. And you too, XUCI. <laughs> right. You can simply cheese through the stages with the ones you own, only with the right strategy, of course. And now, the shop and resource farming. It's not a gacha game without farming for resources and materials. I would say that this game provides a ton load of interesting items that you can buy from the shop in order to get your necessary items to progress your characters. You can exchange items, buy organic primes to resupply your sanity points or convert them as randoms for pulling more gacha summonings. 
there are just way too many things to describe about the items and the shop itself that I just can't cover them all in one take. There is one small interesting feature that is included in the game, and it's called Base. In this game, you can also gather additional resources by building the necessary production factories within your own base, which you eventually upgrade with its own necessary resources in order to run these facilities. Of course, some of your operators can be used to work and labor and manufacture certain items according to their own respective facilities and skills. Eventually, they can also get fatigue, in which you have to rest them in their own dorm rooms and let them rest, like depending on the skills and your own dormitory levels. Now, these dorm uh, dormitory rooms place out like the sims where you can decorate them to your own liking or according to one particular theme room with decorations that you buy in the shop menu or require from events and or regular stages. Also, events in this game felt refreshing. Unlike Gundam Line Wars bleh, where it consists of the same straightforward quote unquote finish this stage and a linear line and then suddenly hoo-ha you get the rewards for clearing the stage, I don't like it but I'm a, I'm a hypocrite, I'm, I'm still playing it to this day. You get to experience new stories in Arc Knights, receive new free units and items, and each event has their own new unique gimmicks, such as, for example, the recently ended contingency contract, which has loads of player restless with its hardcore sages and requirements that you can set according to the difficulty of your liking. Arc Knights is able to deliver new interesting concepts as it progresses through for the future. And now a quick somewhat messages from people that I've already gathered from Instagram and Facebook. I will do a quick shout out from them and read out loud some of their pros, cons and hopes for the future towards the things that I'm uh, ran and reviewing uh, on, on the episode. God. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, we have at ABSC. Uh, this is a close friend of mine. He said that uh, one of the pros for Ark Knights is freebies. Yes, every gacha game will undoubtedly tease the player by giving free items or units during their first playthrough just to make sure they get the hang of for trying the game. And I gotta say, I agree. Even in the shop menu, some of it packs, uh, some of the packs are unexpectedly generous and worth the price. And of course, like sudden maintenance issues even reward you with either additional sanity points or randoms that you can save up for a quick gacha pull. It's amazing. And then we have at Dasha Redcliffe. Shout out to my friends over at Felisekai. I miss playing with you guys for PSO2 and CSGO. Um, he said that the game has a somewhat militaristic style and so many cute girls. Yes, I am glad <laughs> that Ark Knight has a design and theme that is greedy to the core but it has some necess uh, necessary cute vibes to it, but it never felt way too much. There are some operators that looks buffed and absolutely groomed to the teeth with layer of armors and they use actual guns. And there are some that genuinely looks like as if they were plucked out from a power fantasy anime. For example, of course, we have my favorite number one baby girl, Jessica, which looks like a decent uh, security member holding a handgun. And then we have someone by the likes of, for example, a four-star ready uh, caster named Kitano, an AoE caster. She looks like as if she is a Disney princess character. She looks very defined. She is based on a uh, deer and her clothes just look all and amazing. Two of 
very different designs, but it's uh, these things exist in the game. So it's like a um, somewhat 50-50 mixed bag for everyone to enjoy. And then we have at ha 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 still. <laughs> this is also a great friend of mine from uh, Hibiki Kayomi's Discord server. So shout out to Hibiki Kayomi! Congratulations on your first premiere for the new normal song. Quick shout out! Hell yeah! So ha Satyo says that I actually like the arts and the gameplay. It's actually train your strategy. Okay, let me reframe that. As a tower uh, tower defense strategy game, you will be put to the test in micromanaging resources to level up operators, optimizing unit placement and skill or level priorities. Your skills as a dedicated doctor are needed to ensure an absolute easy victory in this game. And then we have at Aditio underscore wa, my. Dear amazing friend, I miss you so much and I can't wait to hang out with you more often. He says that it's more engaging. Arknights, you can't just simply go full auto, you have to think and thread carefully. Yes, I agree. There is an interesting feature in this game which is called the autoplay feature that you can unlock only if you clear a stage without having any uh, of the enemy units pass through your checkpoint and you don't have to use a support unit. If one of your units unit dies in the stage uh, you're currently playing, it will not affect your three-star uh, completion rate. It's fine. The only two factors that weighs in are if the enemy unit passes through your checkpoint, and of course, if you don't use a friend support unit. That's it. By doing uh, do doing it <laughs> by doing this, we'll reward you with a three-star clearance and an organized prime per stage. Once you gain the ability to autoplay a stage. It's just as easy as 1, 2, 3, but please stay put cause there will be some RNG elements from your own operators that could screw up your autoplay mechanism. I've experienced it a couple of times during for the daily LMD or leveling ticket uh, autoplay, there were a couple of moments where I unexpectedly the autoplay mechanism fails and then I only get the 2 star clearance rate and then less of the rewards that I usually get. It was disappointing. Of course, disappointment comes in many factors. There has been way too many positive points that have been stated for Arknights, and I have to say that Arknights itself, sadly, it's not a perfect gacha game. It has plenty of flaws and drawbacks in the system in my opinion, so let's just jump straight right into the con section. Here we go! Yeah! Cons. Oh boy, Arknights sure had some of its minor issues. First few week and month of playing the game was absolutely hard for me. It has several connectivity issues, minor bugs in it, uh, to the point where the autoplay feature results in failure without you noticing it, uh, without the RNG uh, mechanism uh, comes into it, and some additional glitches. Yes, I did experience minor glitches in this game. Hoo-ha! And on a first glance, to me, and of course to some, the user interface uh, interface, <laughs> interface for this game can seem quite messy. And it did. I cannot figure out which is which, cause there are just way too many things to simply press and trinkle around, and some of its layout are way too small. There are moments where da my, <laughs> my damn big thumbs accidentally presses the info button instead of the friends button in the lower left side of the screen. Of course this won't be a hassle to some who uses emulators on their PC, but still the UI can be quite messy for first timers. Sadly, the practice stages for all of the map will cost only once a sanity point, 
this game really doesn't come cheap, it's not free. Hence, if you fail miserably and keep repeating the same old practice stages, eventually you might lose track of your points and run out of it without even noticing it. So be sure on the lookout for it. And what else? Oh yeah, let me rant about on how the farming works in this game. Getting the necessary resource for this game to drop properly is harder than the gotchapol itself. What the hell, Yostar? Eventually, you will come up to the point where you desperately need an item to upgrade your base or characters, where you uh, only to realize that the particular item you need is available in one stage only. Now, let's say you didn't get the item drop and your sanity ran out. What the hell to do next? Well, you can either exchange stuff in your shop menu or head onto your base to mix and craft few items into your necessary item of need. But this might get a bit frustrating since you might be needing another piece of item that needs to be farmed from a different level. And then sanity management is another thing that I would really to dish, uh, love to dish out in regards of this game. But I simply can't say too much because let's agree to disagree that Gacha Games needs to be like this. It's a game that you can just simply do for a short period of time on a daily basis to farm if there are no specific events that need to be done. Arknights can be both a devil and an angel when it comes to its drop rates, both for the operating summoning and its resource materials. I'm sorry. Probably if you're impatient, uh, you can just wait out for another event to get some of the necessary resources and cheese your way through it to gather the somewhat items that you need. If I have to summarize this point, farming in this game can be quite meddlesome and boring if you're not patient enough. And so we have another segment that I would like to call the cons from uh, Q&A, just like previous from the prawns, uh, prawns, <laughs> the, from the uh, pros. Uh, I also have a couple of friends that have already answered some of my uh, questions and answers from my Instagram and Facebook. Please follow them. So first and foremost, we have at Intan at Intan Zero A. Uh, it's boring when you're uh, when you finish all of the stages and when you hit that one stage that you can clear with your current operators you can upgrade them and it can be a hassle. I can agree fully with you honey. The later game stages are hard as hell. Hence you really have to dedicate yourself in utilizing different operators for different uh, scenarios. Luckily this game also provides itself with friendly, with the somewhat friend uh, support system that I've already mentioned in the pros. What this system uh, does or means is that you can add up different doctors as your friends and use their support units for your own uh, to aid you in certain stages. You can just simply borrow them, uh, like borrow that level 90 Silver Ash with max out skill that your friend has, but this will come with a risk. As I've mentioned before, if you clear a stage with a support unit, you won't get that perfect 3 star mark clearance for that stage and you won't receive the additional bonus from it. So be on the lookout for that. And then we have at Aditi underscore wa again, the file size. Brother, I would say go get yourself a new phone with more storage, but I have to agree that cause eventually all gadget games will just be added with more content by the end of the year, and then out of nowhere it will take up all of your spaces. Arknights, for its global server has just reached its mid-year anniversary this July as of this recording, and probably it just had some minor gigabytes as a whole file. Comparing that with like a uh, Fate Grand Order, Hoo-ha, boy, now that's a beefy game. And now we have Dasha uh, Redcliffe again. Not my type of gameplay, I'm not that type of strategic games. Okay, uh, yes, I have to agree that Arknights is definitely not for everyone. As much as fun or interesting it is, it can get pretty repetitive and boring when you've hit that somewhat barrier. 
Now that I've already stated my own pros and cons of, uh, for this game, let's head on to the scoring. Now, before we jump into the scoring and ending of this uh, podcast episode, we have Ed Dasha Redkov again stating uh, his own hopes and dreams for future improvements in this game. He says that, hmm, more cute girls maybe? Oh, trust me, there will be more interesting cute girl operators in this game. Starting off with Nian, the 6-star rarity defender that will be coming soon enough this July 29th-ish for the new event and many more, so you can bet yourself that, my friend. In conclusion, to me, Arknights did start off as a uh, sleeper hit, where it did need the time and advertisement to boost its sales towards the global worldwide players. It did finally catch up to the other gacha games and somehow cemented itself as one of the leading top-selling gacha mobile games there is. On a footnote, if I have to rate this game, I would give it a wholesome 8 out of 10, as I've stated subjectively. I love this game because I am a somewhat tower defense strategy strategy based game maniac myself. Arknights is definitely not the kind of game that everyone can simply enjoy on the get-go. There will be much to learn and get a hold into before you can simply dash your way by running all the play and feeding those stones and sugar packs to your favorite waifus or hunt spundos. And I do know from this RNR there will be more things that I haven't uh, covered up with and I will somehow explain to them much more in detail and in-depth in future podcast episodes, of course. But this has been all of my opinions and someone read about Arknights itself. So, before we ramp up this episode, I want to make a quick shout out to Anchor for providing this podcast. This has been one of the most best streaming and podcast companion platforms I've ever used. And thanks to Anchor, it's the Lazy Cat Podcast Show is now live and broadcasted not only on Spotify, but it's also available in Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, and soon enough on Google Podcasts and more. Please do follow me on my other social medias if you're interested to or would be interested to chat away or be on the lookout for future contents. There's the Lazy Cat 725 on uh, sorry, the Lazy Cat 725 Hub on Facebook at the LazyCat725 on Instagram, and then at the LazyCat7, uh, sorry, at LazyCat725 on Twitter that I rarely use. As always, I would like to thank you, uh, I would like to thank every, each one of you who have uh, already listened to this podcast and the previous episodes, and of course to my friends who have already uh, stated their answers on the Q&A that I hold in Instagram. And thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of my podcast. There will be a somewhat continuation for this Arknights rant and review, hopefully, uh, hopefully, let's say either next week or in the latter future. And I will feature in, I will, I will try my best <laughs> to feature in some additional guests to talk more about it. So, I shall see you num nums again in the next one, and this has been the Lazy Cat, signing out. <laughs>